Let's get Adam in here. Is it hooking up yet or what? What up? Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You know, it's, it's, it. it's kind of like an IG Live, not a, uh, you can call that OnlyFans. Hey, it's hot today, and my pool's finally at a good temperature, so I figured I'd just jump in it real quick. Show me your nips real quick. Let me take a look at those babies. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? You're in the car now. I think, we I think we're switching her up. You know? Yeah, well... I'm driving back because we did a training room today and uh, I'm practically almost home, like two minutes away. But other than that, we'll get the party started. So thank yeah, you everybody for coming today again. We, Adam and I, today we're talking about the layers of the industry. So, um, <laughs> Stay hot, you bet. Start us off, my friend. The comment, the comment section. Sorry, the comment section is pretty funny right now. Uh, it is pretty funny. I got the pineapple floaty in the background, too. Um, yeah, man. We're talking about the layers of the industry, basically how uh, – basically – oh, what's going on with my phone? Uh, basically how the uh, suppliers are really shafting us on pricing and stuff. You know what I mean? People can go to Home Depot and get the same price as us. Right. Yeah, but before that, let's let's back it up for uh, people people who don't know the layers of the industry. So to start okay. it off, I would probably talk about how the layers go down. Of, if you guys didn't know already, um, there's practically four to five layers, if you want to call it. The first one it comes right from manufacturer. Second one is your manufacturer sales rep. Uh, your third one would be your wholesale. Your fourth would yep. be us as the contractor. And the fifth would be the end user, which is your, your customer. Yeah. yeah. So those are the layers of the industry um, that we would probably talk about at first. You know, how do they work, Adam? Maybe give an explanation for that. You got me lost. Uh, basically, <laughs> manufa manufacturer sells to the sales rep. Sales rep sells to the, um, to the uh, supplier. And then the supplier sells to us. So... There's three right. layer. There's three layers of uh, three layers of uh, of markups, basically. There, right? So I guess you guys call it a bit different. You guys call them the supply, the wholesale, the suppliers, right? Yeah, I yeah. There are suppliers. I've heard, I've heard that a lot of times. Sometimes I say suppliers as well. Um, Distributor. You, you, usually, usually from from their standpoint, because I used to be a sales guy. We talked about that as manufactured, then the suppliers, then the wholesale. They kept yep. calling it the wholesale side. Yeah. Um, either side, it doesn't really matter. So practically what it is, is manufacturer is the people who create the product. Like they make the product from nothing. Yep. Um, or just the steel or whatever the hell that they got it from. And then there's the next layer, which is the manufacturer sales rep. So manufacturer does not have a lot of power sometimes. So what they do need is they need the side of the manufacturer sales rep to help them push those sales within certain areas. Um, so say in Canada for us, if there was a company like, I don't know, name a company, Adam. Uh, Ambien. Takeo. Yeah, let's say, yeah, let's say, let's say Takeo. Yeah. Let's say Takeo. 
Um, so Taco has their own brand by itself because they're the manufacturer. But then since there have territories like BC, uh, Alberta, Edmonton, um, Quebec, and I don't know all my provinces, I already forgot them, uh, Ontario, Toronto. So those are separated between areas. So they will have manufacturer sales reps. Some manufacturer sales reps take a couple provinces, some only take one, um, but they need the manufacturer sales rep because they cannot cover that much ground just as manufacturers. Yep. Um, and, then, and then on the manufacturer sales rep level, they have people like the wholesale, which are the people, hey Mike, um, which are the people that are helping us stock those items when we yep. go into the suppliers and we order our stuff. And it comes down to us where we buy from them. Yeah. And then finally we sell to the homeowners. So if you guys didn't know that, that's kind of how all the layers work. Yeah, you deal with like, that's the thing. You understand it a little bit more because you, you come from that industry as well. And a lot of farmers yeah. don't really understand it at all. Like I'm, I know a little bit of it, but you're, you know a little bit more. And, and you deal with Pro West Sales, which is basically a manufacturer sales rep out West, correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, so there's, there's just so many lines when we talk about manufacturers, right? Like, you know, you just named a couple that there's so many lines and sometimes manufacturer sales reps, not sometimes, but most times manufacturer sales reps, they rep more than one line. So yeah. then manufacturer sales rep could be like six, seven, eight, nine lines for all we know. Um, yeah. But they don't, they don't duplicate on those lines because obviously a uh, conflict of interest, if they were to, do pumps like if you do Taco, you can't do Grunfoss at the same time because none of them want to be their own. Yeah, they don't want conflicting between each other. Yeah, but the wholesale or your supplier is a different level because they are the guys that stock whatever they want. But they also have restrictions for people who don't know that. Um, if we're to do a comparison, like we have Emco over here, so Emco for the longest time had Kohler, yeah. and Kohler. So on national deals or uh, whatever deals it is, they would say that Kohler only belongs to Emco as a line as well. That that also was how it happened. And they were selling to Universal and all that. But lately, they opened up on our side to Sherrits. Yeah, see, we're Emco is Kohler strictly here in Ontario. Oh, yeah? yeah. Still? Yeah. yeah. And, then, um, and then, like, American Standard is Noble. Okay. Yeah. But the funny thing about it is Noble and Emco are the same company. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of how it breaks down nowadays. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to walk into my house so that I can uh, be a little Sit bit more focused on this. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. You got paper and everything. I'm in my pool. Yeah. <laughs> but um, are you going yeah, to come over next week? Are you going to come in my pool with me next week? We do live? And from my pool? Should I? Should I? From my pool? Yeah, you should bring your bathing suit, you know, since you're coming to Ontario next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. Is that, um, hold on. Is that your, is that your cat? No, <laughs> that's my little dog. <laughs> so, moving on, um, I think what we want to talk about today is kind of like the shift in the industry um, of how all these layers work and what's been happening lately. And just to vent a little about what everybody's feeling in that industry um, all together. So I, I remember when we were 
talking about everything last week, we were talking about how unhappy we are because of how the lawyers are changing, of how now um, it seems like the manufacturers are doing a lot more of the work versus yep. uh, the wholesale or the manufacturer sales rep side. So what's your, what's your take on that? Well, I mean, we, we were talking today, me and you talk almost every day, and we were talking about how, like, the counter, counter people don't know really anything. You know, they're not, yeah. they're not trained at all at any of these suppliers and the manufacturers are going out and really trying to train people these days, at, but they still need to sell it to the sales rep. So um, it's frustrating for younger apprentices that go into an MCO and they're pushing a product that they only know when there's probably something better behind there. And we don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people are pushing Liberty pumps and the people don't know that there's sandy full pumps back there that might be better than Liberty, but no one's educated on that. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's just, uh, yeah, that's a frustrating part as well. That's why the MCOs here, I don't know about the MCOs there. The MCOs here have everything out where you can walk and pick your own stuff. So, because really the sales guys at the counter don't really know anything and don't really help you out. Yeah. I, I think that's, uh, yeah. But also, by the way, if you guys had any questions between the layers of the industry, feel free to ask. Um, but going back to what Adam was talking about, that's that's kind of what's happening lately and what we've started noticing as our conversations are going that, you know, a lot of the times now it feels like the manufacturer helps us more than the, the wholesale or the supplier side because yeah. it more so feels that that side really doesn't have an effect for us anymore. Because back in the day, when we were ordering stuff, I mean, I already say back in the day, cause I've been 30, 11 years for me, right? Like I've been ordering yeah. 11, 12 years ago. Yeah. So when I was ordering, it was more like, okay, I order something for a, um, for a house or a PRV station, whatever it is, the guy at the counter literally knows, okay, well, what do you need next? Do you need this? Do you need that? They'll start recommending it or even if we, what we call it as upsell. Yeah. Right. But nowadays it feels like when we have that kind of stuff, the wholesale side, they don't really upsell. They don't really no. know what to give you next. They don't really even know what they're selling you. All no. they remember is just that, oh, it's a black iron steel. So the code is BI, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, that's all they're programmed to do. Yeah. And they're not programmed to educate you anymore. Usually you go to the older guys at the counter and they're like, they're like, well, why don't you do this, this, and this? Or you could go to them and be like, hey, I, I'm in this situation. I need to get from this to this. What do you, what do you suggest? And you used yeah. to be able to do that. Now you're talking to someone that doesn't even know anything, like nothing, and there's no training for them at the counter. And then the manufacturers are now training us instead, and they're providing more training for us so that they don't have to train and, them. You know and I mean? that's the worst part. And the thing that I want to bring to light that I know a lot is that the, on the wholesale side, they keep all these trips and all these training stuff to all the guys that are in the higher level that yep. don't even fucking care about the training anymore. That don't even need the fucking training instead of trying to inspire younger guys to come out to learn about those things or spend it on them. Because apparently all that fun time is only for the older guys, the older boys, as they call it. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and that's been a big trouble because right now what I feel is also like, why the fuck does manufacturer need the wholesale side? Or the manufacturer sales rep even need it. Well, that's right? the, that's the thing. That's the thing. Now, uh, the markup on materials is like getting absolutely insane. But what are they doing more for us? You know what I mean? Like we're 
we're like I said, we're buying stuff at a supplier for the same as a homeowner can. I, I've seen homeowners walk into Emco and have a walk off the street price that's the same as mine sometimes. And you're just looking yeah, at it going like, how did that person get something for me? And then I got to throw a markup on that to make any money on it. And the customers are saying, no, I'll just go buy it myself. It's like, yeah. And that's literally the worst part right now. Yeah. Like, and, and this is what like all star is saying, you know, there's supply house and there's, there's uh, these companies that go online now. It's so much easier. I don't even need the tech to help me. I mean, I don't even need this counter guy to help me anymore. I can order everything I want. There's literally no more point to have even wholesale or the supply house because it's all taken care of at a different at, at, at a different point, right? Like, well, you know, the, the only thing, thing that they do now is independent supply here has as they spent the last four years on their online platform so you can order stuff online which there's some kinks but they've got it worked out and i never understood why noble or uh, or or amco or any of the bigger suppliers really get on that that plan because everybody's doing everything online now you know how easy it is to make a quote when you go online and you can pick all your material stuff and have it ordered have you ever used supply house for canada or is that just a states thing that's that's a states thing yeah, I think we, they were trying to come over, but you know, if, if I, if I could do a lot, actually for, for my side, we have Andrew shares and Andrew shares online is actually pretty darn good. Really? Like you can sign in. It has all your multipliers on it already. You can actually get all your pricing and all that stuff, but you don't even need the counter guys anymore. Yeah. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. It's just like those guys also have their jobs on the line yeah. because sooner or later for us, we're smarter, we're quicker. Uh, we use computers now. Why would we need a guy to pick our order when technically we just, I mean, grab our order when technically we can just put our order in and just have a guy at the back grab that order and put it up front and we don't even need to have an interaction. We don't, yeah, we don't need it. And that's the thing. COVID really, sh- really shown that as well. You know what I mean? There's a lot of times where we would be calling in, this is what I need, and they just bring it outside for us and just leave it there. Like, yeah. what, do I, what do I need them for? What do I need counter guys yeah. for? Right? And, and, and that's the worst. That's the worst because now for – you know, we talked to so many manufacturers, a lot of them are saying, what are the point? What's the point of wholesale? Because wholesale now also just becomes a bank. You know, yeah. they're just a place for them to put all the stuff so that they don't have to pay money for that, yeah. uh, for the storage. Yeah. And, it, you know, I don't know whether people want to work or not, as Shomenak was talking about, but it's just, it's also that I feel there isn't enough training going around. There isn't enough interest being built around it. And... Well, a lot yep. of manufacturers are selling right to the client now. They're starting to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I know, I know, I know uh, Simmons. I had a conversation with Simmons today about the monitoring system. They don't even go through a supplier. They just go right to the client, right? For their monitoring yeah. system. So why, why do we use it? So. Uh, or Aquar. Aquar sells direct. Really? Eh? But they still have manufacturer sales reps as well. But, uh, well, any hour says that. There's uh, so many codes to load. The thing is, though, if you have a lot of codes to load, it just means that their website is not really good. Because for me, when I search now, I don't even need to worry about the code. I literally search literally what I'm looking for, and it populates and shows up, and I can put it on the list. Yeah. Which is, by the way, really cool. So one thing about Noble. Yeah. Noble on your end, actually, they're do- if you looked at LinkedIn, they, they just posted about their new system that's almost like Amazon. So what, the, what it does is that they have all the bin locations, bin numbers, and they have robots going across everywhere that pick the orders for you. It's insane. So Noble is starting to, because they used to have HVAC, uh, HVAC and plumbing counter, like all mixed together. And they started to be really like 
really trash over here. But recently they split up the counter between uh, for an HVAC counter and a plumbing counter. And yeah. I've been told it's getting a lot better. But the problem is for me, I kind of lean more towards Emco now because like I said, I can pick my own order. If I need stuff, I don't have to try and explain it to someone that doesn't understand the fitting that I'm picking up. And I can go yeah. pick it myself and bring it to the counter and go, this is what I need. Right. Well, if, if the if the online side is good, it's great. The yeah. the one thing that I like to vent, and you know why we do this is, I I'm I'm against Emco a lot at a certain way where they yeah. have profit centers all the time, right? Yeah. So because they have profit centers, is the fact that sometimes you have an Emco that is fantastic, great guy, great whatever, great salesman, but as soon as you need something from another location. Now they have to buy from each other. They have to work off of each other or they have to try to steal each other's customers. You know, it's great for the business itself that it can make so much money as a profit center. But what always is the fucking problem is that us as the contractors, we get fucked over for that. Yep. Because when we need stuff, it's always like these MCOs are so much more about profit because if they stock something on their shelf that doesn't move, they get charged for that shit. Right? Yep. And that's the we're, that's literally the worst part because every time we're fucking working, especially with Emco, we want shit stocked that isn't stocked yeah. because it just doesn't move for them. And then because they're profit centers, they don't want to stock it. And then when they finally stock it, they fucking go way above the price for what you would get it for elsewhere. And they and then they don't even bring it in or, or they bring it in later and you don't get that part. And, yeah. You know, that's that's one of the biggest problems about Emco being a profit center. And for those of you who don't know, Profit Center just means that it's, it has their own branch manager and that branch manager has all the decisions of what they want to do with the branch themselves, um, whether they spend on marketing, uh, the stuff that they stock, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's the thing. The Emco that's right next to me, I have an Emco three minutes from my shop. And I told them, I'm like, I'm not buying certain fittings from you anymore unless you stock these fittings. These are the fittings I want to buy. And then so uh, one Emco in Mississauga, I know the manager of that one. He said, hey, I heard you're looking for these ones. Um, I just And it takes a picture of a skid. So now I have to go all the way to Mississauga if I want to buy those fittings because the branch manager at this one has a better relationship with the other provider. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> which you, is I why just, it's stupid which it's, is why it's so stupid it's like yeah. stop fucking around with us and fucking stock some shit like they don't take the risk anymore back in the day it's literally they take the risk they fucking stock stuff that some people might be interested in they want the newest shit but now it's always like they have the oldest shit that keeps getting stocked because it just moves off the shelf all the time because that's what they're looking for just straight profits like dude we get it all contractors yeah. are looking for profit as well but we also look at the newer stuff and you want to cater, like they don't cater to us anymore for residential guys. They like to cater to strictly commercial because they like the huge numbers. Yeah. And well, also, also like, do you ever go in like, I'm pretty strict on the ball valves that I want to use. If I'm going to use a sweat ball valve, I prefer Jenkins. I don't like MS Stewart. I'm not a fan of them. Oh, really? I'm not a fan of MS Stewart. No, because MS Stewart, ball, the balls are stainless steel. It's, it's MA Stewart, by the MA way. MA Stewart. So, see, I don't even... <laughs> But like their uh, their ball valves are like the actual balls are um, the actual Chrome balls plated. are are stainless steel plated. Yeah. So if you put them on a heating system, and a year later you go to try and operate them, they're seized up right away. Jenkins balls uh, inside are actually stainless, so they're a better yeah, quality yeah. valve. So they're going to operate and stay operational longer. Because how many people are actually doing preventative maintenance and that and and like exercising their valve? Not many. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but you walk into a supply house and you say, 
and you're like, oh, get me some ball valves. And instantly they're going to go with the ones that they favor, which is usually the, uh, the, the red handles, right? And I, and I always have to put on my, on my thing. I say, I don't want any other valves but Jenkins ball valves. That's it, right? Plumbing makes sense 78. This guy's funny. What is it? If not, can we, we, in California, I don't have a problem getting what I need. We're not talking about having a problem getting what you need. I don't think that's the problem. It's the problem that it's not stocked. Yeah. Like, I could still get the product no matter what at the end of the day, and it's not a problem. But the fact that when I do need it and I need it stocked, it's not there, or yeah. it's overly pricey, or you have to have those conversations all the time. Like, you know, every wholesaler at one point was trying to make their own brand. You know, Ferguson or Woolsey, uh, for, for some people that don't know, they try to do their own uh, faucet line called yeah. Pro whatever the hell it was. And then for Emco at one point, I don't know how deep you were with Emco, they tried to make that other brand called Mainline. It was a piece of shit. It was like bare fucking garbage. Like I literally threw the fucking valves back at the counter and said, don't ever put on my account to never fucking sell me that valve ever again. I don't want that piece of shit. Mainline. Mainline. Oh God. Mainline was, just sent me the most a, garbage a product. They just sent me a toilet, like a little like stress ball toilet to put on my desk. Mainline. Man, that shit was so bad. Like their faucets oh. were like the cheapest shit from China. Their you know, valves, like their valves, their ball valves are, are, yeah, I'm not a fan of their R19s. Their oh, ProFlow, that's, that's the brand, All-Star, that's the brand, ProFlow, that is, that's what it was. <laughs> you know, they tried to start their own brand, and they tried to start giving us all this cheap shit all the time. Yeah. Like, they don't understand that there are still good contractors out there, and they always try to race to the bottom, and the worst part about all these commercial wholesales about winning all these projects all the time is that, yeah, there's big fucking numbers. But it's not as consistent as the numbers you get from these residential guys because for us, it comes down to sometimes even if it's 10, 12 points more, 15 points more, the numbers are so small that we charge our customers back that it doesn't matter. They don't have to complain about them making 1% or 2% on this huge couple million dollar jobs, right? But. Yeah. You know, for them, they always feel like, oh, we just stole two, three, four, five million dollars for all the material. Now we're really good because we made a lot of money when their fucking margins are fucking razor thin. Yeah. Skinny dipping with that on. You don't want to see what's underneath here, buddy. <laughs> no, no. You know, Ferguson's Raptor line was pretty good. I actually like the Raptor line. Their, uh, their levels and their, uh, and their nut driver was awesome, actually. Ferguson, do you have that out there? Uh, Ferguson's Wolseley for us. Oh, is it? Yeah, see, I don't even yeah. ask with Wolseley whatsoever. I, it was funny. Some One of my guys went to Wolseley, and he got product, and I, then I had an invoice come across my desk, and I was like, Wolseley? I was like, I have an account at Wolseley? Apparently, I have an account at Wolseley. I didn't know because we don't use them. I didn't. I wasn't even interested in getting an account at Wolseley. Well, they now, have now you here, know. dude. Now they you don't know. stock anything here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the pool is cold. It's normally bigger. I don't have a heater on this pool. I just got it. Is it the is it the blow up ones? No, it's underground. It's an in ground. It's not not too bad. This is the first time it's been warm. It's eighty degrees. So uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but I mean that that's our conversation, you know, with the layers and the problems that we have today. Like I don't know if you guys, the people watching, if you had any problems or what you like about it, or if you have any questions. If you yeah. do, we, you know, we, we'd love to discuss about them. You can just put it in the comment section or put it in the question section. Um, I mean, those, those were practically the things that I want to cover today. It's just literally, you know, the, the layers of it, 
and how the communication is different now and that there literally isn't enough training for all the guys like going back and forth all the time it, it just it just really feels that you know there, there's the the integrity is not there anymore no. where before you know what what really grinds my gears especially when we talk about wholesale or manufacturer sales rep is the fact that there's only so many that will actually give you answers when you need them yeah so you know prime example that i give all the time is that people don't understand to be a better company or a better person or a better tech whatever it is is to actually be accountable right like whenever we work with certain products um i don't know i'm not going to name any company to say anything bad but what i'm saying is let's say i have a product i had a problem with it and the first person i call is a wholesale thing is wholesale doesn't do fuck all they don't do anything um they don't do fuck all you know what you know the first thing they do is they always think that oh we're just gonna give you peace um, sorry go ahead thanks for thanks for watching so they, they always think that they're gonna give you the product back and that's the return you know that's yeah. all they have to do but you know if you don't take it to that level like they don't you don't get your warranty uh for your labor and all that other crap and if there's a problem that you have, I feel like a lot of them don't really have the attention to give to you nowadays where they don't really know where they stand. Like, especially for a manufacturer sales rep, what I say is, let's say I have a boiler and that boiler has an issue, right? Yeah. I would ask the manufacturer sale, I would ask the wholesale, wholesale doesn't know fuck off because they haven't had uh-huh. training because yep. they don't know. Then they're yep. like, okay, talk to the manufacturer sales rep. Manufacturer sales rep now, they have a little bit of training, but then they go to the fact that, you know, they cover these 10 points and they're like, oh, well, I don't know anymore. Right. I don't know how to give you the answer. So you have yeah. to call the manufacturer. And that's the fucking problem we have nowadays. You know, people are not accountable for that. They don't understand that you being a manufacturer sales rep, I don't care if you're in the inside sales. I don't care if you're in the outside sales. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you're picking up that phone, you're going to help me find that answer with the manufacturer because that's your job. Yeah. Why is it that if you don't know something that I, your customer has to call the contact they're not supposed to call? Well, it's funny, like, like a, a Quipco for, for instance, right? They, they really, yeah. coming out, they're really coming out hard. And I, and I have a good relationship with Brendan and we're starting to get into heat pump, hot water tanks and Bradford white comes out with a new line. And so I had an opportunity to quote on one and I, I reached out to Brendan. I didn't reach out to my supplier. What's my supplier going to know about it? I don't know what supplier to even reach out to about them. So I reached out to Brendan. I say, hey, I'm really interested in this stuff. I'd love some training. He goes, I got training June 14th. I'm like, give me three spots. Bring all my guys to it. We're going to train on June 14th on it. Okay, what suppliers do you sell to? He's like, these ones, well, he named a few. And I'm like, okay, I'd rather work with this one. So I work with this supplier. He gets, he goes to them, sends all the pricing to them. And he goes, okay, they're going to send it to you today. I wait three days. I call Brendan back. I'm like, yo, did Noble... I mean, did the supplier get the the price? And he's like, he's like, yeah, they did. Um, I, you haven't got it yet. I'm like, no, not at all. So it's like, and then I had to call them. Hey, Dick, can I get prices on this? And then, you know, when it comes to anything that's going wrong with it, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go right to a Clipco. I'm, I'm not going to go to my supplier because they have no idea. They're literally going to throw a markup on it for doing nothing. You know what I mean? Like for doing nothing. Yeah. I literally got it all organized through a Clipco. And no, and they're gonna go put a markup on this hot water tank that they literally got told here you go, and it's like yeah, why and, for what? And and that's our conversation too from like you know, 
two weeks ago when we started talking about trade shows of why you need to have those connections because yeah. because of this whole shift lately in communication that there's so many people that actually don't know what the hell they're doing. They can't give you the right answer. If you don't network yourself with the manufacturers ahead of time or the sales reps, which are good, that can help you, you would have never got your fucking answer. No, not at all. Until a week, until a week or even two weeks later. I know. And then I have my customer going, where's this quote? And they're like, I'm waiting on my supplier that's talking to my sales rep that's talking to the manufacturer. It's like, man, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. And that's why the relationships that we build through social media is so important with the manufacturers and the sales reps because they're going to, they're going to get back to us right now because they know our, our, you know, loyalty is there. Right. Yeah. I mean, so communication is a big thing. And then when we talk about these layers nowadays, it's just that, you know, a lot of you are watching this right now. And I think what's important or, or listening to this. And I think what's important is to really get yourself tuned in with the fact that it's so much easier to communicate with manufacturers nowadays. You yeah. can find a national sales guy. You can find your regional sales guy. You can find whoever you want yeah. if you really want to and have a relationship and start talking to them and ask them those questions up front without having to go through all the layers of the pie. Because back in the day, the reason we had the layers is because the layers actually knew what they were doing. Yeah. Nowadays, when we have these fucking layers, the layers don't know what the fuck you're doing. So why not, if you're here, just skip to the top and just find out for manufacturers? right but the only one thing that you have to remember is don't be a cunt don't be a dick <laughs> yeah. and remember that you do not get to buy direct from manufacturer no if they don't sell direct and you do not get to buy from manufacturer sales rep because no. there's a lot of people that always think that because they know somebody that you can break those rules but you have to understand a good company would never break those rules and if there was a company that let you buy direct they are not a good company that's yeah, all exactly. i can yeah. say i mean yeah. i mean i'm i'm all for fucking discounts yeah. you know my asian blood 399 <laughs> is my thing right but you know you people have, have to know that when we have those layers for a reason still and i, I personally still respect it yeah but the, the only problem that i don't respect is the fact that now that we have these layers that i don't get answers from the layers in between no not at all yeah, we don't get we we don't get the answers that we need, but we we're adjusting to going to higher up, and now you know these these markups are just absolutely astronomical. Like pipe, like pipe is so expensive right now, and they're buying it for like cheap, way cheaper. And then we have to mark it up even more. Like I said last show, like uh, XFR, I bought nine lengths of four inch XFR. It was twenty one hundred dollars. I want to know what they bought it for. <laughs> Seriously, it was probably half that, dude. It's crazy for their markups oh, yeah. you'll never you'll never you'll never get that that's trade secret that's like me asking you if you gave me a price and your customer asking you what the breakdown was you're never gonna get that oh no but still it's like god yeah what what dal valveman says is you should get value from each layer but you know reason why we talk about these layers today is because that value is slowly diminishing right yeah. i don't i you know what, what what's your thought in the future of like what's going to happen between those layers like i think i think it's gonna be online i don't think, I think online yeah i think it's gonna be online and that layer is gonna get eliminated yeah not like not completely but like you know what i mean with the new wave of social media and being able i, I feel like the new wave for manufacturers is all in training like every company that i talk to they talk about training 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 because they know that's the future if they want their products to be sold they're going to train yeah. they're going to train they're not going to train they're not going to train the sales reps. They're going to are the the counter guys at, at Nobles or Emcos. They're going to train the guys that are out there doing it. 
and the influencers that are out there pushing it because now they're looking at marketing their product and and you know they're getting targeted they're getting people that are targeting their their actual like sales base yeah right so i I think i think he'll yeah for for what i think i think it'll come to a point where slowly um they will get the wholesale or the supplier side will get a backlash and i really think that sooner or later they will be put or forced to be out of the picture in a certain way um and these 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 forces can be recognized already right if if we if we really look at the big picture where um vega itself let's say used to only sell to a certain couple types of wholesale right then they opened up to everybody and obviously the other wholesales are choked and pissed off but it's a it's a great business decision because vega puts so much money in their own marketing yeah. and they've done all the legwork, why the hell does the wholesale side get to choose whether they get to keep the line by it for themselves for exclusivity or not, when yeah. technically they weren't pushing any sales and people still want the best in the market. Yeah. Well, that's that. That's the one company I was talking about. Like uh, when it came to Emco stocking, it was, it was Vega. I won't buy any other press any other than that. Like I'm not going to go out. I just, I've had, you know, we've talked about it. I've had issues with BM, uh BMI and Apollo for press fittings and I will only, I will only buy Vega, but it's frustrating because some places won't buy it because they think it's too expensive and people are going to buy it off the shelf. It makes no sense. Yeah. It, I, well, that's something, you know, I've had a conversation lately too, because we're talking about the doll valves, right? Like yeah. for, for me, I switched over completely, not because of doll valve man himself, Thomas, he was a great guy, by the way, he's here. Yeah. But uh, for real talk, it's just that I want something Canadian. I want something that is a, um, quality product, yeah. and if if that was the fact, I want to stock that. I don't care if it's seven dollars more or five dollars yeah. more than Brass Craft. Because fuck Brass, sorry, fuck Brass Craft, <laughs> fuck Brass Craft. Because, like, you know, when the warranty came in and all these problems that happened, we know, you know, you get a quality product that actually wouldn't leak. First of all, and second of all, if it did, somebody will pick up the line. You remember when we had our conversations the other day and then we were calling, <laughs> they called Dow <laughs> and then somebody did pick up right away. That, that was awesome. But yeah. that's what I mean, right? Like we want to buy the quality product. We want to install quality products. We don't just want shitty products all the time. Like, but we, not... we also, we also care about customer service too on that, on the, on the manufacturer side. Like, like we said with doll, doll picks up the phone. Like if there's yeah. an issue, they pick up the phone. That's that's it. And if there's an issue, they stand behind their product. If you have a company that doesn't stand behind their product, why am I going to want to install it when I have an issue, right? Yeah. So. Hey, and and it goes back. You know, I always say it goes back to you know all the topics we talk to trades, right? Yeah. Like trade shows, you find those guys, you get people to even take care of the problems even quicker. Yeah. Right. No. So 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 when we go through the layers now, we talk about you don't you're skipping layers, right? If you're if you're a business owner yourself, why do you want to go to the trade show, right? Going back to these layers is because when you go onto these layers and you go to that trade show, um, if you had a problem with a pump, right? And let's say you do know a guy from Grunfoss now. You yeah. didn't have you didn't have to fuck around at the level of going to the supplier than the manufacturer sales rep. You yeah. go directly to the guy who's who who you already know and say, Hey, I got a problem with your pump over here. Can you get somebody to deal with it? That gets yeah. taken care of like that. Oh yeah. Instead, hey, instead of I it's it, I literally had something like that come up. Um 
I went to one of my suppliers because, uh, you know, Bradley, right? Bradley sinks. No, no. Okay. Bradley sinks are like the half moon sinks and they, they have the foot pedal and all the old school, um, uh, schools they had it a lot of factories had them they're very difficult to get parts for but and their parts are super expensive but I was working in a jail and they had one of the uh, toilets that had the sink in the top like the one stainless piece and they had the sink draining into the toilet bowl and I need parts for it because it was all air uh, stuff and um, like buttons were all air uh, pressure switches and I'm talking to the manufacturer, trying or talking to my supplier, trying to get details on it. I ended up finding a sales rep for Bradley. And as soon as I found a sales rep for Bradley and called them directly, boom, I was online with a technician that's on the field and he found the parts for me like that. But it took me four weeks to be able to get an answer from my supplier. Four weeks, dude. And they're like, oh, we were waiting on them to get back to us. I'm like, it took me three minutes to find the uh, communication. It's like, why did it take that long? It makes no sense. Because it was a little difficult for them. Yeah. The value's not there. And then then you wonder why they they keep saying, why don't you buy from us? And all that that bullshit. It's just like, is there really any reason to really want to buy from certain ones sometimes if it's not based on just a relationship? Because most of the times I really feel like we really don't get an answer. Yeah. You know, like it's not, it's not like before, you know, before the, what I'm talking about is people don't understand that that supplier and wholesale side that is still about customer service. Yeah, we talked about this before that if we were buying something and we're looking for a quote, we don't expect the quote right away. We but we but we expect an answer whether you're going to get the quote or not, because so many times that we were sending it out that we we chatted about is the fact that it is frustrating. It's the fact that you let's say again, I want a pump, but I want to know the pricing of it. And then this guy doesn't know the pump. But he tells me, but all he tells me is I'm, I'm looking for it. And, and that's all. That, that's literally all. And yeah. then three days later, you're just like, well, where the fuck's my quote? Yeah. And, well, that's... and you have to message the guy back. Then, then the guy tells you, oh, sorry. I was, looking for the, I was looking for him. We're still waiting for a reply. You know, the five days isn't the fucking problem. The mm-hmm. problem is the service isn't there. Because if I was looking for a pump fucking yesterday, yeah. you just have to tell me that hey by the way i'm still looking for the pump i still yeah. need to get an answer and i'm expecting one the next day or the day afterwards but it's just like there's none of that anymore and it's all about i'm still busy i have so many calls i got so many of this to take care of and all that shit like dude i've been in inside sales i know how many fucking emails or calls that you have which we also chatted about it's just like yeah. it's not that much for you to not write a 30 second email or fucking two minutes of an email to type it out and say, Hey, we're a little bit busy. I'm a little bit behind. I'll get you an answer in two to three days. Yeah. Well, that's the thing there. I had a, I had a counter guy wanting my business. And so I, I, I did some backflows. A few of them failed. I needed backflow repair parts. I sent him an email Friday morning. I waited, didn't, didn't even get a, I'm on it or, Hey, give me a few, I'll get pricing back. Or, Hey, I reached out to the manufacturer. I'm waiting on pricing. And I don't know why he had to reach out to the manufacturer. Why doesn't he have the pricing for these? They're lots, double O nines. Like they, they weren't anything crazy. And then, so I didn't hear anything from them. Monday comes around and I go, that's it. I'm going to reach out to my two other suppliers. Within an hour, those two suppliers had me pricing. And then I went into that supplier that didn't give me a, an answer. And I went in and I was like, hey, man, did you uh, get that pricing for those backflow repair parts for me? And he was like, oh, I'm waiting on a response. And my response was, 
I, I literally gave you, I sent this to you Friday morning. Monday morning, I reached out to two of my other suppliers and they already have me pricing, so don't worry about it. I was like, you want my sales? Give me some service. Like, that's horrible service. I'm like, I, that's, that's the thing. I'm going to go to the people where I'm going to get a quick response. I don't need a price right away. I just need a response and an acknowledgement that you got, yeah. my, you, got my, you got my question and you're working on it. That's it. And you know, you know what, maybe, maybe that's also the point, right? When we talk about training, we don't, maybe what I'm expecting also isn't just the training for knowing the product or letting me know what's next. Maybe the training is just how to deal with customers. Customer it's like, service, it's yeah. like, yeah, there's no customer service out there all the time. Yeah. Like lately when you work in the trades all the time, it's, oh, the trade is dying, blah, 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 this and that. It's just like, well, everything is talking about education and this and that, but where's the education for personal skills, right? Yeah. There's not, there's not even the training of teaching them how to write emails or telling them how to reply and what's time sensitive or what's not, or how to deal with situations. Like all of this, I find that is so lacking. Whereas yeah. before I, I personally thought Emco was pretty cool back then because yeah. they had their training from the warehouse to the sales and to all of that and blah, blah, blah. And you become, uh, you can go into a program where you can become a manager afterwards by managing no. stuff and you become a sales and all that. I thought that was a cool program. I don't know if they still do it or not, but I feel like because there's less and less people that are going to the trades, they just keep, you know, promoting everybody so quickly, or they don't even do their due diligence on that training any, anymore that, you know, we, we don't even get that type of service. Yeah. Whether it be, uh, verse says honesty is the best policy. And, and I can't, I can't agree more, man. Like, and like imagine imagine like being being vulnerable not vulnerable um being able to be honest with your customer and say i don't know the answer for you but i'm gonna get it for you yeah you know what i mean like i i would respect it if i went to a counter guy and he's like yo i really don't know what you're talking about but let me, give me a day and i'll figure it out for you i'd be like all right, that sounds good to me. Like, just be honest with me. Don't bullshit me. Say, hey, I'm, that, waiting. Honestly, I'm waiting for that. That will, no that will win my sale. That would win my sale every day. Yeah. If you just had the honest answer to say that you don't know and you're going to find out, that that'll be even better, right? Because now you cut my workout. I don't, I don't have to be the one finding out. And if I have to find out, I just, again, we're talking about, we're going back to value. There's no value in that supplier or not. Like, whether we give them business or not, literally, it's just like, why the fuck do I need to talk to you yeah. when I could have just went online yeah. and just clicked the same fucking thing to get an answer? Yeah, exactly. Hey, it's, it's funny. Panda was talking about backflow parts and it's like you talking to a supplier about backflow parts. You literally have to give them all the part numbers because you'd be like, hey, I need check one for a 007. And they're like, uh, <laughs> it's like, here's the part number. Because if not, they're going to order you the wrong shit. It's fucking well, it's so all, frustrating. It's, all, it's also confusing because all the backflow numbers for Watts and shit, like Watts has fucking two series, right? right? It's like a double seven, double nine. There's M2. There's also M3. That's also the worst part. Yeah. Um, that QT, is the harder side. QT, yeah. And you have QT. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but like at the same time, I just order full, full repair kits. I do too. I never go with the numbers, man. You know, what, you know, it goes, goes to what school teaches you. It's just like, you have to find out all your checks. But then every time I fucking look back into it, I'm just like, that's the dumbest shit ever, man. If it's well, yeah. a fucking 10 inch or a 12 inch backflow, I ain't going to try to replace one part at a time because you have to test your first check. Then, just, then if it fails, gonna... you got to change it. Then you got to go back and test again. Then you go find out it's your second check. And then what? Well, 
Well, then, then the thing is, if you go to repair it and you just order check one and then you take the top plate off and then all of a sudden the gasket's gone and you don't have the gasket and it's leaking and you're like, oh, so getting a full repair kit is always best. Cause, oh, yeah. And then you have a stock because you charge them for a full, full repair kit. And you know, if you only have to change check two, then you have a check one in your in your thing for next next job, right? No, I replace them all, you cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I like doing it because then if I'm testing a, uh, a loyal customer and uh, like I'm doing a backflow test and I know check one's gone and I got a spare one that it's already paid for, I'll just throw it in for them real quick as a repair. You know what I mean? Or change a gasket or flush the line. I, and... I, I just quote him on a full new one, whether he's good or not, because there really isn't a point like going back. What if, what if you did check that and then you had to go back and do another one? Or you stopped another one, but then now you're doing double the work because you have to do another test each time. Have you ever done high pressure ones? Like, uh, like how high, high pressure are you talking high, about? High temperature, high temperature backflow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those, those don't break all the time. Yeah. Well, then you and then you have someone else that goes in there and puts the wrong checks in, and it's like melted six months <laughs> later. <laughs> I didn't have all the school, all the school ones, all the school ones, and uh, and the hospitals. Those are fun, but oh, boy. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a great conversation today. I think like, hopefully you guys learned something about the layers, um, you know, going back to recap, manufacturer, manufacturer, sales rep, uh, supplier slash wholesale and the consumer. And, you know, we'd be happy to talk more about if you have any other questions, but um, that's practically what we wanted to cover today. Yeah. You know, every everything from that level, you know, how, it, how the communication works, how the training is right now and how it kind of is with the whole industry. Yeah, it's pretty much what led us to this topic that we wanted to talk about today. Next week's going to be pretty interesting since you know we got a Blue Jays game at the same time. We do, we do. Yeah. So next next week I'll be uh, with Adam. I'll be in Toronto. I actually fly in on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, together during the week. What? Pardon? What did you say? You, you, you kind of we'll, like we'll be we'll be out together during the week. Yeah, we will. We will. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that if you are going to come in and you guys wanted to watch something, we're, we're planning to do something with a uh, sales manager and we'll try to see if we can get them on the show. And if what topic we're going to talk about, we'll try to cover that earlier this time. So people get more time to plan. Yeah. Cause I think we all, <laughs> we've been so busy that always the, the posters come out at like, Two, two one or two days before the show um, and I think it doesn't bring out the hype enough so uh, but if you have any topics uh, please let us know that you want us to talk about we do have one that is in the books like w which one were you talking about earlier Adam about I was talking about uh, letting your basically letting your apprentices go and letting them try to figure stuff out you know what I mean like okay. when do you when yeah. do you kind of let them go figure it out on their own and then talking about like not holding their hands as much and, and like stop answering the phone. Like a lot of apprentices, they, they call you for the easy answer and they don't try and, you know, think for themselves. Right. So. Right, 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 right. I, so, so the topic pretty, pretty much like the, the, the hiring process going all the way to after you hire them, how the training goes yeah. and when, when you know enough is enough, whether you have to let the guy go or give him more chances yeah. Um, yeah. whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think that's a neat topic to talk about because whether you're doing your business or not, um, or you're doing or you're in a management role, that's going to be pretty important. And I think you know, with both of us, we've gone through probably a dozen guys by now, 
or more than a dozen that we know a little bit about what we can put as input. If so, if you're hiring your own guys, or you're looking forward for your, for your own guys, um, at least you have some advice for what to look out for. And well, not even just, let them not go. even just owners, not even just owners and managers. Also journeymen that are, have to roll with these guys to teach them. Like when is it enough? And when, when do you know, you know what I mean? It's when do you know that the guy's going to work out or not? Right. We don't want to waste yeah. anyone's time. Like, so, uh, without getting too deep into it, but so that's yeah. the topic uh, we, we might, we might find out the, 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 uh, title for it later. Yeah. Sometimes finding the title is the hardest thing. Um, it's not as easy as porn, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I'm a good boy. I don't know. About porn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just no. kidding. Let's put that off the books, but, uh, no, having those titles are really hard. But we really did want to talk about it next week. But since we're together, we're going to try to make it more interesting to see if we can get another sales sales guy in there and maybe make like a whole thing. So then we don't have to have two separate camera frames. We might both be in the camera frame that day. So that'll be a pretty interesting episode. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be cool. And and we'll be at a Blue Jays game. So I think that'll be interesting. I kind of I like that. We, you know, every time we do a show, there's always something like we're in some somewhere different. Like you were in your van today and I was in my truck last time and now I'm in a pool. You know, that, that's just weird. I didn't even expect you to be in a pool. <laughs> I wasn't going to be in a pool, but I was helping my sister move and I was hot. So I jumped in and then I was like, oh, crap, we got to go on live. So this is what it Great is. Great idea. Well, I didn't show my nipples all that much. Well, I saw it once and that's all I needed. But, you know, thanks, everybody, for watching today. I had a great time. Uh, thanks, Adam. Again, that's our co Mr. Co-host. <laughs> so tune in next week. We're going to still do the same time, but it'll be 7.30 Eastern time. Again, 4.30 PST for people back in Vancouver or BC. So we'll see you guys then. See you guys. Yeah.